Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy. On Kaya FM 95.9. Home of the Afropolitan The time is one minute past seven And you're listening to Saipart Cindy with me um, Cindy Siwe Fansale How well do you know your family? That's a question I'm asking tonight And I'll be chatting to the Modicelle sisters And their mom right after this Medical issues, sex and family Finance, parenting and emotional development Sidebar with Cindy Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday 7 to 8pm On Kaya FM 95.9 Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome to Sidebar Cindy on Tuesday, the 21st of, no, Wednesday, the 21st of August. I've been sick. I've got a very bad flu, so I've been so upside down. I went for an injection, it's all okay, (laughs) but I'm alive. I'm here. There's no ways I was going to miss this interview. So you can call us on 086-00-00959. I have in studio the Modicele sisters, Rufilwe, Bunle, Candice, and we also have Umama with us. And it's such a blessing to have Mama in studio because she'll be telling us about her daughters, the bringing up of the daughters. And I'm also very curious to know about the fighting. Like, Mama, you have to tell us all their secrets. <laughs> we want to know what they do behind the scenes. <laughs> but we're taking calls. 86 959 You can SMS on 36959. The hashtags on social media are Sidebar Cindy and the other hashtag is KayaFM Talk. And also, the special thing about today is that we are actually broadcasting on Kaya TV. So if you want to register and watch, Go to kayatv.co.za. So you guys are special. As I said, we're so special. There's no (laughs) ways I was going to miss today. So that injection really in Vusile, I'm here and I'm happy. So you guys walked in and you Mm -hmm. sang. So is is singing a thing for your family? Yes. We're innately entertainers, but they they can all chip in a bit. Yeah. I know without a shadow of a doubt, we've all kind of, uh, I call us little drops of, from the fountain of excellence that mother is. So if you think we're entertainers, meet mother. Exactly. <laughs> I think singing comes naturally because, like, yeah. we are a musical family. Mm. Mom and her sisters and siblings, like yes. basically her siblings, not sisters and brothers, they used to sing. So yeah. I think we've kind of inherited the same thing. And yes, yeah. we're full of tomfoolery. So. Mama, you're singing? <laughs> what about my singing? My <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to ask you to sing, but um, so you grew up in a musical family, and what is that like? Oh my word, it's so amazing, hey, because, and when it comes to music, music is food of love, mm. and whereby, you know, whether is it bad or good times, when you sing, you know, you really, you know, your heart out, and mm. it's, it's so amazing, because honestly and truly, my, feel, my family, honestly, what is important it's the music and especially when it comes to gospel wow mm. we are untouchables oh that's beautiful <laughs> we are untouchables when yeah. it comes to that because we like praising god all the time that's yeah. wonderful mama so i'll yeah. ask you uh, i think i'm going to ask you more questions and i'll ask the girls so the girls will speak for themselves but um where were you born um rockville on the 28th of december 1958. Do I really have to expose? <laughs> <laughs> too oh, late, mom. Too late. You you just expose yourself. You don't no, have to. Wear it. No, no, no. And no stress. No problem. Because not you look amazing. No, not a problem. No, and and no, how many were you in the family? How many are you in Ooh. your family? Yeah, that's that's what gets really interesting. You know what, you're the family of thirteen. Wow. 
from say mom and dad mm-hmm. very loving family and what number were you <laughs> number 9 wow down there <laughs> number 9 um lovely family 8 and 5 and um as i say that we've been so close and especially as as ladies at home mm. and even same thing with my brother you know if you can see my brothers will think that ooh yeah there's something happening between the two <laughs> because whenever people see you especially when there's brothers next to you they have their own mind mm. <laughs> only to find that you know these are my brothers this Aww. is how we do things so very warm family and school very. where did you go to school Um Skanontwana I will start with that um because I'm going to Watts you know um I was at Skano during 1976 I'm one of those when I was with um Mefi Morobe and Dan Munsisi mm. Tabon Dabeni and those other people that were my homies um 76 it was happening my homies they were my homies I tell you mm. so this is um and Orlando West High mm. yes I'm, I'm the infamous there. Orlando West High and Fred Clark it's in Pimville mm, yeah I know yeah I know yes, where that and, one is yeah Musi High also I'm, I'm from Musi High also so I've been all over for. the place yep that's me <laughs> and after school what did you end up doing um because I'm I'm a I'm from a very strict family mm. and because my parents actually they were I'll say they were because they passed on mm-hmm. uh, they're priests or the ministers of um, Salvation Army this okay. is where I come from yes this is where I come from so you know the discipline from home so in ganz um fundis a big time mm. big time whereby you have to be you know you have to straight and narrow yes straight and narrow no doubt about it but since when we you know used to that type of life we didn't see anything wrong in that mm. even now we don't have any regrets because this is how we grew up in a very disciplined you know family so maybe even now this is what i'm doing with with so, and you've imparted a lot of that discipline to your to your children because there's four of them sure okay and the first born is uri filwe yes. oh, there's three there's three, three. you're counting for well, four well, if you're four, talking about a grandchild <laughs> and then there's a brother-in-law who's <laughs> oh that's the brother-in-law not the brother yeah. yes that's my brother okay so rufilwe yes. is the eldest and then yes. Buntle, and then ukandis that's correct yes okay and were they were they always going to be in entertainment from you know from from an early age mm. when did you stop picking up the signs go to ayla i'm going to have an entertaining family and and, and you know what to be honest with you um i would say that in other words if i may put it um it wasn't really meant to be Mm. Because first and foremost, you know, they, they, they went to school and they didn't even know themselves that they're going to end up, you know, in mm. the entertainment industry. So what I can say is that I think it's a, it's their appointment from above. Mm. Because from whatever, even as, you know, the, the graduates and all that, whereby you find that even at school, they didn't even know that, mm. that they're going to end up. So that's why I say that um, I think that, that was just an appointment from, from above. And there's a reason for that because in life, each and everything, Happens God is the one. Reason. Yes, mm. God is the one. Definitely, you know, who opens doors, and God is the one that will tell you exactly where you're supposed to be. So that is why I'm saying this. They didn't even know that. Believe you me. And they're blessed. I mean, you've embraced their journeys, and you support them with all your heart. Yeah. I've been to your house, and what I can say is that your house is full of love, Mama. Your house is peaceful, <laughs> and there's uh. so much love. 
Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so, so very much. You know, it's it's so good to hear, and especially from people out there, when they tell you exactly what's happening, because sometimes you don't see yourself, right? Mm. But when people get to your house and they feel warm, you need to embrace them all the time. And which is something that, because maybe another thing, it's a praying home, mm. whereby, mm. you know, we will just, you know, accommodate everyone. Mm. And it's not the family whereby we being judgmental and mm, all that mm. you don't do that in life you don't you don't really do that because if god gives you something you have to appreciate it we're blessed to be a blessing definitely you have to because sometimes people forget themselves that as you mentioned that you've been you know at home and all that and this is how you felt believe you me i am I am blessed and I'm really humbled to hear that. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's 10 past 7. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Fansale. And this evening, I'm chatting to Umama Mudisele. She's been telling us her life story. And she's here with her daughters. She's here with Uri Filwe. She's here with Ubuntle <laughs> and with Candice. Candice is the baby. So I think I'll move on. Let she's she's on going live on Instagram <laughs> right let, now. Let me, start with the, let me start with the baby. Yes. She's like the, the most boost to the... Like For a the, change. The energetic <laughs> so, okay, so Candice, first of all, how old are you? Contrary to popular belief, I'm not 16, 17, 21, 24, mm. I'm 25 years old. Okay. Yes. And, and your journey in, in the industry, I mean, where, when, when, did that, when was a dream sparked or when did the dream begin for you? Look, I mean, just as mom said, it, it was a divine appointment where you, we knew that we loved and had an affiliation and a call to the craft. Mm. But as for whether it would become a lucrative career was always questionable. I think despite the fact that I'd started off in theater at a very tender age, around 10, Ten, I was performing on stage. It's only when I got to watch Ubab um, Hamilton Lamini and Ubab Ngetisi Shabango in um, Waza Albert mm. that I knew without a shadow of a doubt. I remember it was 2011. I was in grade 11 at the Market Theatre. I was like, yeah, I know this is this is what I'm going to do. So it left something in your heart. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's just that cathartic. Um, release and just the, the feeling of tr- being transported into a different space that they gave me and I wanted to be a custodian of that and imparting that on other people. And did you get to meet any of them? I have. Yes, after the show and I was so embarrassing. I was crying. I was gross. <laughs> I was in my school uniform, <laughs> probably oversized. Drum my jersey was probably skew. <laughs> Um, but I did And years later I had the blessing Of also seeing Obab Hamilton's Lamine At the Market Theatre Again And he was watching Another show And I, I don't think I mouthed words That made any sense <laughs> But I know The intentions were clear And he gave me A good old smile He's like Oh thank you You know His lovely mm-hmm. husky ways And that's always So special Candice I mean I think That's why You know Whenever people want You know Their kids to come And, and mm. meet a doctor Or shadow a doctor I never turn Those opportunities down Because mm. that seed it, it, It's special mm-hmm. you know, Definitely to, to look at someone and think, oh, when I grow up, I want to be, you know, like Dr. McStuffins. And then you actually yeah. meet a real life doctor. It does something to you. Like it, it, mm. it, it feeds the dream. Mm. Yeah, yeah it know. definitely does. It, it was remarkable. And since I guess the bug bit me and I had to scratch. And how do your sisters support you? How, you know, what, what are they like? What, what role do they play in your life? The fact that they do support me already in itself is a massive blessing. Mm. By virtue of the fact that they are in this industry and have paved the way for me in a way that they haven't cast a shadow on me that I had to follow mm. um, has been an incredible, incredible incredible blessing as well um but 
access to information is not something we come across very often in this industry. Mm. We say it's a closed industry many a times, but I think the lack of transparency is what makes it seem so close. But so the fact that they were able to say that, perhaps go about this route, perhaps maybe mm. not this person, and not make perhaps mistakes. maybe not this show, perhaps oh, okay. maybe not. Um, and and one thing that they've always been very clear about is being consistent in your brand, understanding who you are, being unapologetic in that, and also being a representation of the home that you come from mm. they and it, it's not even the fact that they spoke it but they walked it mm. so talking is not enough if you speak it and if you're also praying with me alongside me um even in times when i can't pray for myself that on its own is all the support that i've always needed and um it, it's been great because also they're my best friends mm. so before i've been able to seek any form of relevance in this industry by association looking at trying to be the it girl or trying to be the gold trending I don't need that Because all the validation that I need Comes from the homestead that I come from And walking the talk is important I think consistency I, mm. I value kindness and consistency mm. Very highly mm. You know, it's important to, to, to be the person That you say that you are mm. yes. and, and, and yeah, because people are looking up to you mm. And there's young kids looking up to you And thinking, oh, when I grow up I want to be like Candace And, mm. and they're watching everything that you do Definitely, mm. definitely So, and I mean, there, there are difficulties You will be challenged mm. And I mean, the tug of war That comes from social media Wanting to satisfy the palate of every taste mm. that of, of your audience is always difficult because at some point you feel like you need to compromise who you are mm. but also with the mother that we have mm. so it's almost like um, the, the, the love and the respect that comes from mom trickled down to them trickled down to me and by virtue of that I couldn't be anything else but excellent mm. I couldn't be anything else but diligent and, and anything else you, but hardworking and how do you handle criticism I mean there's a lot of that and a lot of mm. feedback about shows or things that you've done oh, how do you yeah. cope with that I actually um, tweeted about it yesterday and I said starve them of your attention so many times and I think Unfortunately, we live in a time where we have a lot of clout chasing. Mm -hmm. So people's um, criticism doesn't always come from the best place. And I'm mm -hmm. very careful to see who it comes from. Mm -hmm. That's why they say, oh, this person's underrated. Who's rating? Mm -hmm. This person is ex excellent. Against which bar? Mm. This person is exceptional. This person is trending. For what reasons? Yeah. Mm. So these are always the things that I consider. So I look at the parameters. Um, I look at the purpose. I look at the platform. And I look at the point. Mm, so I Exactly. So, so these are all the things that the, the person that it comes from is always very important. Mm. That's why criticism, when it comes from people that are my peers in the industry, is important because they understand what it takes for yeah. us to be there. But even from my audiences, because... These are the people that we make the stories about and the stories for. Mm -hmm. I don't take anything personally um, because also as an artist, you need to always consider yourself a scholar and an endless vessel You're learning of, every day. of learning. I'm learning here. Every single day I come, I come to studio, there's something new that I leave That's having right. If you aren't learning, you're dying. Yeah. Well, this evening's show is called Knowing Your Family Better. So side by Cindy with me, Cindy. <laughs> and I'm chatting to the Mudisele sisters. I'm chatting to Refilwe, to Candice and to Ubuntle. Um, yes. Mm. You guys are very beautiful, by the way. I just thought thank I should. You. Oh, thank you, Sydney. You, know, you know the lipstick I'm wearing? I was like, I am wearing lipstick and blush and I'm plunging because I know they're going to come down. <laughs> <laughs> I was spoiling. I was, spoiling. I, was, I was in the lift. I was like, mm, 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 is everything okay? You know? <laughs> You're but, beautiful. No, no. Well, you guys yeah. look very, very nice. Thanks. So, Reveal, I'll come to you. Um, oh, I mean, you've been down. Squad. <laughs> Not in chronological order. <laughs> no, no. That yeah. would be boring. All right. Um, so, when, when did your journey start? Sure, my journey started um, unanticipated at age 13 when I did my first 
um, shoot, you mean my journey in the industry mm. just generally. Mm. It started at age 13 when I did my first five pitch spread for a magazine called Y Magazine back in the day, which was a pop- popular culture magazine. And it was the year 1999. I was the representative for the new millennium and the change that was to come. Mm. Little did I know that my first shoot would be a seed that would be planted for everything else that was to manifest in my life. And even going into that space, I, I never imagined that Refilio would become a model. It was something that I didn't identify myself with because there was no reference to it, you know. Mm. Very often people with albinism are not seen in the media space and here was this idea being brought forth to me without me understanding it um, as a child. But I think God essentially had that thing to embed in me to to want to actually do it there was a lot of convincing Mm. that had to come with mom because i think first of all the obvious case of having a child with albinism being a model there's no context to it you know and at the same time being a parent and having the concern of your child going into modeling at such a young age is something that's not often really explored like it's not something quite fun you know um, so there was a lot of convincing when it happened. Sheldon Kopman uh, came over, had a conversation with mom and, you know, everything was, was agreed upon. And I did my fi- first five page uh, fashion spread, yeah. which was incredible, had the most incredible traction. But little did I know that that was um, going to be the rest of my destiny. And I mean, I did put it on pause because my mom felt education was such an important thing in terms of... In, instead of pushing me in the forefront of something which is so massive yeah because that's exactly it at age 13 how do you put a child in that space and assume that they're going to be okay mm. you know and especially the response that would have come so that was put to bed um but funny enough after my matric year the bug bit me again we thought we had forgotten about it <laughs> mom was just like no no focus on school you'll see it later and you know ordinarily you think Ugh, life you forget the years go by and funny enough the bit the bug bit me back in in my first year when I was approached again to do a whole bunch of fashion spreads and essentially my modeling kicked in back again. So while I was in school, um, in my first year of tertiary, I gradually um, balanced doing my tertiary years with and, and the, the, modeling. And the modeling. And that's how the modeling grew. And eventually that grew and grew and grew and put me into different spaces when in 2012 I became the first uh, summer campaign ambassador for a woman's brand which was very huge back then that put the bar for me that set the bar entirely to say that I'm South Africa's first and then later became Africa's first but I gradually grew into other spaces I became a TV host a radio host I explored acting I explored many facets of music, being an music, activist. Music. Yes, the music was music. always there. Yeah. Funny, she's reminding me also that the music was actually always there. People didn't know that. So when I was 18 in school as well, while doing the modeling, I was actually doing music as well okay. to make extra money on the side. So it was I was like KB's, a side hustle. It was a side hustle. KB's backing vocalist. Then I went on to do that with Zabs as well. Mm. And so I've... I don't know, I I managed to dabble in many things at a young age, trying to balance life and explore the different facets of who Rifilwe was to become and is still becoming. It's evening, we're chatting to the Mudisele sisters, we're chatting to Rifilwe, to Wundle and Candice, and of course Mama Mudisele is also in the studio with us, which is such a blessing, you know, hearing her tell us about her life story. 
the special thing about tonight is that we also I'm um, streaming live on Kaya TV. So please go to KayaTV.co.za hey. to see what the sisters are up to. They are such <laughs> a bundle of energy. Where's the camera? And and you know, and they're getting to know each other. This is knowing your family better. <laughs> so we're taking your calls on 0860009059. And I'd love to hear from you guys. You know, do you know your family? What are you what are you and your siblings like? Do you guys fight? Do you guys love each other all the time? You know, what is it like having siblings? I'm an only child. So I had lots oh, wow. of cousins. Hey. But I didn't have brothers or sisters growing up. So I was, you know, everything was mine. You know, but um, I'm, a, I'm a balanced only child. I thought I should just add that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not selfish at all. So taking calls on 86 959 the hashtags on social media are Sidebar Cindy, and the other hashtag is KFM Talk. So, Rufila, you were just telling us mm-hmm. um, before we went for the break about, um, you know, how you got into the industry and so on. Sure. And, um, and, and of course, being the first um, model living with albinism and mm. in, in South Africa, then in Africa, you've paved the way for a lot more models that are living with, um, with albinism. Listen! Is the one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think paving the way as Africa's first successful mo- model with albinism was something I never anticipated because when you get into a space like that, you don't you don't realize the capacity of what you're doing and the impact of it. I think for me, all I was was just a child who was exploring something that she fell in love with but didn't understand the magnitude of what she was going into. Gradually, it it, it took me years as well to be recognized as South Africa's first model with albinism, like literally recognized, imagine from age 13 and only at age 26 are you then recognized after so many years of doing the work and becoming that person? Um, I have opened up many doors, which is a blessing for me because it is a platform that I've used to be a voice to the people that never had a voice before mm-hmm. for the ability to child- for children to see themselves as worthy of mm-hmm. being, you know, applauded for the people that they are beyond mm. what they look like mm. you know and to also just teach people that it's not about modeling and this is my main thing that it's not about modeling it's about using what god gives you to be able to run with that anything in life is possible if you don't let people dictate to you who you should become mm. so that's always been like my biggest thing you know in teaching people with albinism it was never really about the modeling it was about the bigger picture of teaching you that you were capable you are worthy you are just as normal as anybody normal i don't even understand what the, the word normal means when we paint a a picture of what the word should express, you know, in terms of normalness. And coming back to you, Mama, I mean, you know, giving birth to a child with albinism, first of all, when you're pregnant, you know, medical doctors have no idea that it's going to happen. Your baby comes out and, they, you know, the, the theater's quiet and now you're told that you've, you've given birth and this is what your baby looks like. How how was that? Oh, Dr. Sindhu. <laughs> Was, <laughs> believe it. Honestly, and, and honestly, that that's being very honest because uh, you know it, it was a shock. Right? It's all, yeah, m- honestly, most, most moms people will say need that. need to be you know they, they must tell the truth and all that. Don't say no, whatever, because it was it was difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lie. Uh, whereby you know at the back of your mind you end up saying that. Ah, my man, are not wrong. Mama, you're being real. Like, wait a minute. The kid, why? Because now, because you're thinking that... Patients No, man, because that was not your expectation. And we have no way of knowing until the baby comes out. Exactly. And whereby now, the thing is, 
Now they start, doctors will start asking you questions mm. about your family. It's always <laughs> about the family. They want to know, are there any people living with albinism in, on your husband's side or your side or exactly. your partner's side? That's, that's where we always start. Exactly. Mm. And but now you must look back and try and figure <laughs> out. And, and how are you going to look back while you you're know, having no. this child in front yeah. of you? Or What's going on? Here? <laughs> What's going on? Didn't they do any mistake? You understand? Because that's a thing that comes to your mind. Yeah. And um, whereby they did ask, actually, you know, the, the history from home. Yeah, always. You know, but the thing is, I think it's very important that as human beings, it, it, it was enlightening mm. uh, that. You know, we, we, it's very important to know your family because quite obviously they did ask. Mm. To be honest with you, uh, I didn't have because quite obviously they're going to ask you from both sides. I said, no, not at all. That's when I got the answer when I, when I was at home whereby now the history whereby my dad would say that at home we had twins although, you know, they didn't live, they were twins and the other one's black and the other one was white. Okay. <laughs> you understand? But, but, but since well, I didn't know anything about it, that's when, when they asked me, I said, no, not that I mm. know. Mm. You know? And now the thing is, now I'm going home. I'm having le where now oh, I'm, mama. yes now I'm having this child not to say that um, you don't love your child but it's a matter of you're still asking yourself questions mm. but you know the family the family you know uh, people have to understand when you talk about family the people that when you when we come home and you find that they embrace you they, you know, they'll give you all the love. That's when now you're going to end up not seeing anything different, mm. yeah. you know, because of the love. And my mom um, sat with me and, you know, I, I wish my mom was here yeah. so that, you know, she, she, she could, um, the conversation that I heard with her, because she said to me, Wanaki. That's why we gave her the name Rifilwe, mm. because she is a gift, mother family. Mm. She is a gift, and definitely in a true sense of that, she is she definitely lived up a to gift. Her name. Definitely. So that's why it's very important, and especially as families, again, to, like, when we give our children names, when we give out, it's very important, because and the next thing, in a true sense of that. <laughs> so, honestly, um, that is why it's our one Enake, our gift. Mm. I'm saying this because I know that uh, there will be people out there, and especially and about Swanan Lina, whereby you find that maybe somewhere on the line, um, Baba accept and all that. Mm. But with me, the first, that's why we say that we start Gauri at home. Before other people, you, you expect people to love. Your, your child, you have to give your child love first. And all the support that and, you need. And the support. And which is something that honestly and truly, to be, in, you know, in family at home, it was it was just amazing. And my mom said one thing. She said, maybe when I understand, education comes first. And oh, and she is definitely our gift. And wow, 
my mom, yo, she would definitely kill you. <laughs> my mom Grandma. would kill you. Anything, anything. Grandma's baby. Granny's so special. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. very, very much so. So that is why I couldn't just understand how about Utsama Morogville, Utsama Lungwana, because hey, she was, yeah, she was fresh. <laughs> <laughs> and you make it a point. Hurra ho tsama lena ka rogvili o mokentse mo pekenyana. Hurra bo bona ke phela ke ngwana le popi ke mo tshore ka pekenyana. And then now people start talking and say, "Ha ha." Uno uno mulong. Because people don't understand. They didn't understand. Exactly. They didn't understand yeah. and you mm. cannot blame me for that because of lack of education. Mm. And if people that don't know, definitely they will. But uno let people talk. Who cares? This is my baby. Whereby I say that you can say whatever you like. This is my, pre- not just baby, but my precious baby. Oh, Mama, that's so beautiful. Yeah, definitely. So the love, I tell you, I said definitely. And even at home, because everybody loved her. Mm. And little naughtiness. Honestly, honestly, because it won't change anything. Yeah, or the price of the bread. It won't and, and just that. one last question, you know, referring to I'm um, um, living with albinism. Yeah. How do you exp- how do you explain it to um, Buntle and then to Candace. When, when, as, as, as kids, how do you explain that? You know, she's your sister. You're different colours, but she's still your sister. You know, it's 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 quite strange because it's one thing that I didn't really explain mm. to them. Okay. You know, the reason being, Haramona a little different. Not not even once where by Akilenkare, um, um, to me. Oh, <laughs> okay. And no, 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 no. And the rest of you are evil. No, not at all. Mm. Believe in me, because already born that love whereby we didn't see. To be honest with you, we didn't see anything. No, I, didn't, I definitely understand. Definitely. That. So mm. there was no point for me. Horikiri, refuleki, heki. Hey, she's living with albinism mm. and try and explain and twist and explain mm. what is important to be like this is your sister this is our sister and life go, goes on because mm. but still as I'm a chinchin next week because it's Sase Kona Sila. And who's the most overprotective of, of them? Between Rafilwe, Buntle, and Candice, who's the most overprotective one? Uh, well, I'm pointing at. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing at. Wait. Is it which, me? Which were you pointing? I was pointing at Buntle. Yeah, I think so. Really? So you're the mother. Subtly? You, you. No, wait, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> isn't. isn't in, in context? <laughs> I, but I would I'd probably say Rafilwe. <laughs> Yeah, naturally so. Naturally so. As, As the oldest. Mama, who, who do you think is the most overprotective? <sighs> <laughs> do I really have to tell? Yes. Yes, yes you mom. do. We want to know. Overprotective. Mm. Uh, Should I say? Mm? And I take ownership of it, you know. I think as the big sister. Mm. Besides being a big sister, mm. I think the thing is, you know, when you come from a circumstance where, you know, you f- you feel like you should be helping at home, th- that's where it comes from. Mm. Also, that that thing of 
I can't let anything happen to my family, not even my sisters only, but to mom. Mm. So it's like a sense of you want to protect the people that you love the most because you don't want to see anything bad happen. That's that's love. Mm. That's love. It can be intense, though, because you don't realize that maybe you're doing it too much or so forth. But, I mean, you, you grow out of it at some point. But it's never in, how can I say it? It's never in bad faith. Yeah. And always in love, you know. And it's, it's, it's like a deep love. I, I can't even call it like an obsession because I always constantly say it. I'm like, with my family, I would kill. And I'm sorry, that is a disclaimer. This is one of those things of you you touch any of my family. You'll see to finish. I will touch see, you. Listen, I will change complexion literally because <laughs> it's it's love. <laughs> I will change complexion. It's, so funny. It, yeah. Because it's love that I don't know from anywhere else other yeah. than the space that I'm from. And I don't need to look from it from outside. These people have sacrificed so much. For me, from my mom to my own sisters, for me to become the person that I am, you know. So, family is everything. So, if you just joined us, you're listening to Sidepod Cindy with me, Cindy Fansale. If you've missed most of the show, don't worry. Uh, you can catch the podcast on <laughs> kifm.co.za. Click on FM Rewind, click on Sidepod Cindy, and the podcast should be up in, in the next few days. Buntle, coming to you. I have not forgotten about you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can, see, I, can, I can see you sitting there and wondering. Like, ah. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. So I know that you posted something recently about, about your tummy not being touched. Yes. And one of the first things I did when, when I saw you was touch your tummy. But I asked you first. You asked. And that was the difference. Uh, um, and I had tweeted and I said, I understand the excitement. I mm-hmm. understand the congratulations. And everyone is coming. Well, the perception or the... We assume that everyone is approaching with good intention, you know. Um, but for me, it's a it's a very spiritual thing, mm-hmm. a very spiritual choice that I don't want people to touch my belly. Um, but also, I just find it uncomfortable and slightly invasive, you know. And it becomes difficult because um, we were in Cape Town about two days ago Mm. and I mean how do you tell an excited elderly woman that you don't know from a bar of soap Mm. in a different province who's just happy to see you and just wants to congratulate you to say Ish mama don't touch my belly but you know it's just it's difficult it's difficult you know but Mm. um, but you have to energy but it's harder Mm. with an elder with an elder it's very difficult I know I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it it's very 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 difficult it's very very difficult but you know but I I'll take all the hugs I'll take the high fives I'll take the congratulations I'll take the kind words but I just don't want the touching well congratulations on, on the baby babies are a lot of work but at least you want everyone around you <laughs> yes. to help you the first listen to Cindy she's just like listen here it's like myself yeah. the, the first three months is a lot of work I don't think so people I, yeah. prepare enough for, mm. for those first three months but yeah you'll be fine you'll see I know I've got good support I've got my sisters yes. I've got mommy she's got mommy yeah. I know she got mommy. mommy yes mommy who doesn't have an experience, but it's okay. Gigi, mommy, Gigi. Gigi. you do. You have three daughters. Mommy, mommies forget. Yes, I, I would assume so. I mean, we are. 30. Okay, mommy, your eldest is thirty-three. <laughs> Thirty-three. Okay. Thirty-three. Okay. Youngest and, and, and the youngest Hello. is twenty-five. Please, let's not go too far because <laughs> the thing is, my mom was there to take care of everything. You know, this yes. thing of not. I, most yeah. cases, we don't. You know, we think that you were spoiled. Uh, mm. forever, mm. and forgetting that one day they will pass. Oh, mama. And Haba says, "Oh, I wish 
but they are gone. Mm-hmm. Whereby, you know, there are certain things that as a, as a parent, that to me sort of, yo, I could have, because no, it's about like, it's about work about the dribbles, but ha, mommy, when I move to Dala. No dribbles. No dribbles. So you see now, because Cindy, we're going to call you. When she told me, I said, the first thing that I did, I said, yo, that's a lot. What I'm going to do here, I said, first thing, I pick up a phone, and then I told my sister, yo, Ceci, that's my older sister, hey, Mamti, Mamti, I, you talk about untus. <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest because That's I true. don't know these things because my parents were there. And, you know, even my hubby, you know, he was that person that mm. would take care of the children. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, I, I still have, you know, people and especially family that I know they'll be able yeah, to but Mama, help. As long me. as you know, you heard it from me, no triples. No, no I Wait, know. Can I, can I ask what told. that is? What, I, I have no idea. It's what job. So I'm chatting to the sisters and um, the Modisele sisters. I've been chatting to Refilwe, to Buntle, to Candice and to Mama. Mama's been so amazing sharing. I think what you said about love, Mama, is just still ringing in my heart. It's just so beautiful, the amount of love that you know, that is in your family. And Ubuntle is expecting a baby, and we spoke about her, her, sure. her preggy belly and how everyone's been touching it. Um, but before we carry on with Ubuntle, I'm going to take a call. We have Uyelang calling us from Randburg. Um, Yelang, good evening and welcome to the show. Good evening, Dr. Cindy and all your lovely guests. Ah, Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Um, so the reason I'm calling in is just to comment, to say it's such a relief to be listening because I listen to Dr. Cindy's show religiously, but um, I'm also watching you guys live. And it, it, it's, like a, it's like a TV show, but a radio show, that's a TV show. And it's so nice to see the reactions. And Umama is just the one. Oh, like, she's a mom. Yeah, 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 to the mom. Yeah, Shout out to the matriarch. <laughs> Yeah, so I think this is a brilliant idea and it's just, it's wow. Well done, Kaya. Well done, guys. This is beautiful. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. So that's, that was Yelang from Randburg um, calling in on Sidebar Cindy. You can also call us on 86 chatting to Rufilwe, to Buntle, to Candice Modisele, and of course, Umama, who's just been spewing out wisdom and love. You can feel the love in the studio. <laughs> so, Buntle, where did your journey start? And I've asked your sisters now, it's your turn. Yeah. Ooh. Um, picture an introverted little girl in the living room. Oh, my Jaiva, and also yes. introverted. She was introverted. introverted. Don't okay. believe you. I kid you not. I, and I still think I, 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 am, I do carry a bit of an introverted energy still. Um, but picture a little introverted girl in the living room playing some boom shaka and thinking she is a member. Okay. <laughs> member number five. <laughs> that was me. And also at family gatherings, I think that's when I came alive. I kept out of... I don't know, I just had this shell around me and I guess when music played and when I felt my body had to instinctively become the physical representation of the music, that's when I really, really came alive. And um, yeah, but that's how I was. I was always the type of kid who always wanted to dance. I did mm. ballet, I did rhythmic gymnastics. This was in primary school. Um, yeah, and I was I was also quite a culture child, so I also did a lot of cultural activities. Mm. I was always involved. Extracurricular activities, parents, I would really encourage your kids to get involved in that. I think that's where I kind of find my find my place in space because I did sporting activities, but As I also well. did a lot of cultural activities and that kind so you're of like an all rounder. I was an all rounder. Mm. 
and also did very well academically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she lied. <laughs> so we will, she lied. We'll, we'll come back to that. Let's just sure. take a call from Prudence, who's calling us on 86 Prudence, welcome to Sidebar Cindy. Hi, Cindy. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good, good. Thank you for taking my call. I wonder if the family there recognizes which Prudence has just called. Which Prudence? Prudence! prudence. Which Prudence? The, the, the light in complexion. Light? Light? Surprise. Oh, guys, I'm missing so much. We miss you. We miss you. Your, your, your loud energy. Oh. oh, you guys remind me of those great times we used to have in the house. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how Dumi would study with my voice so loud, but she got distinction. So my voice I, I, I just want to uh, say to you, Cindy, this is a great family. Aww. I lived in Norwood, and I found a mother in Mama Grace. Aww. And I found sisters in, in uh, 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 those three beautiful ladies. Aww. And at, at that time, uh, life was not as great as it is now mm. but to this day I haven't seen them in a long time but to this day my mm. love for them has only increased and as I see them on social media on television I thank God I'm like you know what mm. and you guys are such an inspiration and I love you so much Mama Grace you've done such a great job thank you thank you so much for the call Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you, Fruity. Hi, love you guys. Shop, shop. We love you too. Bye. Fruity used to light up the house. She's so loud. So Prudence was was she was part of your family for a while. Yeah, very very long time. And I think that's what kind of happens when people come into our home. They kind of start off as a stranger who comes in. We find out, you know, what their names are, where they're from, and then they instantly become family. Mm. You know, it's not just about being hospitable. It's mm. just becoming about, it's about becoming one of us, sure. you know. And We've had people live with us, like literally taking yeah. people. My mom, my mom has many. been yeah. so brilliant throughout the years. There were so many people who came to live with us. Yeah. They would Come rent, mm. you know, and uh, there'd be a space go high or, and mom would somehow accommodate them and say, okay, no, they need to live with mm. us. They have nowhere to go. Mm. Um, I don't know how long they'll be here for, but we need to take care of them that's yeah. all i know yeah and when mom brought them into our space it yeah. wasn't a question of no this is our space what are they doing here yeah. it was yeah. like they became an how do we help yeah. how do we help yeah. do we cook for them mm. is their washing okay um mm. you know just making sure that everyone felt mm. that they were taken care of and mm. they weren't an outsider in but they mm. were just a part of the family you know so uh, you know it's lessons like that that sure. i hope to instill in my little one you, will. you know i think another special thing sorry was that the people that came into our homes most of the time were people that were not from South Africa. Quite so, often, yes. Yeah, quite a lot often. of them were not South, South African. African. So it taught us a sense of embracing people from wherever that they are because a lot of people wonder how it is that we're able to engage, like all three sisters or who we are, we're able to engage with people from outside so naturally. Mm-hmm. Like we don't see the whole xenophobia thing and so on. So that's one of the lessons that we took out from moms, you know, taking people in was just the idea to be open to everybody, you know, no matter where you're from. Mm. That's beautiful. Mama, I can see you crying. 
you know, it's just that when you hear all these things, because sometimes when you do things, it's not because you want people to praise you all day and all that, you know. But it's so humbling because um, this is where you even tell yourself that, you know what, God is alive. As much as whatever that I've been doing, it, it wasn't for the world, mm. you know, to praise me and all that. But it, it, it's because it's where I come from and especially my family we are just like that so I didn't see anything wrong in that from outside it can be people street kids and all that mm. because you know life is something that you need to love respect and humble yourself because people tend to forget themselves mm. forgetting that you can be successful and you look down upon other people mm. don't forget because you don't know what the future holds for you. That's true. It's for you to cherish everything that God gives you because it is nothing that beats prayer. So maybe that is one thing that, you know, I've been telling myself that um, with my girls, this is how we live at home. As they mentioned that the way people from outside, it's funny because I didn't even have any doubt to say that like, you know, it's difficult to take people that you don't know. Yeah. Because especially the trust, the trust, the trust it's not there, not at all. But sometimes you must listen to your sixth sense. Mm. Because that is very important because honestly and truly, I think that's another thing that I can say that I thank God for that because if there is something that is not right believe me your gut always tells you it, yes. it will definitely tell me mm. if you that person who's got your own things and it will also still tell me so that is why and even if if people they come in all that would embrace them and they must just feel at home and become one happy family that's mm. so beautiful Honestly. well you've just joined in you're listening to Sidebar Cindy with me Cindy Fancel I'm chatting to the Mudisele sisters to Refilwe to Candice to Buntle and Umama Grace is also with us and um, it's just yeah, it's, it's so special it's really special special as well because we're streaming live on kayatv.co.za so if you haven't registered register now because I'll be doing this every Wednesday I'll be streaming my shows every Wednesday on um, kayatv.co.za and so Buntle what are, you, what are you most worried about about having a baby what's the one thing that's in your mind because you must know that towards the end there's a few things that's going to happen to you you're going to start mm. nesting so she's going to start tidying up everything and doing that so you can expect that yeah and the second thing is you're going to get very nervous and anxious about about what kind of a mommy you're going to be and yeah. most people go through that mm. and as it as, as the day gets closer you're going to get more and more weepy and i can't do this why am i having a baby and so on it happens to all of us <laughs> so when that happens to you please don't worry yeah um I, the anxiety you're talking about has already started yeah Aww. yeah it's kind of already started because you hope that you're well equipped enough or I was hoping that or I'm hoping that I've had enough years um, behind me to, to get me to a point where I can it's like do I have enough love to give another human being mm -hmm. am I really able and capable uh, because here I am responsible for another life of building mm -hmm. a character of molding them of kind of uh, navigating or being the springboard of how they feel how they think yes they're an individual but I'm the introduction to themselves so I hope I do it right I hope they get the I hope they get everything that they need from me absolutely necessary for them to become who they need to be because I understand that then we're all living on borrowed time mm. yes they're my child they don't necessarily belong to me per se mm. you know I'm just there to kind of say okay well this is who you are or this is who you're most likely to be this is what you'll probably need yes no um, 
And, and, then, and then you hope for the best, to be honest. Yeah, I, I can only hope for the best, yeah. you know, but that anxiety does kick in. And it's just like, oh my it's gosh, natural. I hope it's, I can really it, do it, this. It is so natural. And I think the other thing that I'll tell you, which should comfort you, is that we're all winging it. You know, we're all, yeah. winging, we're all learning <laughs> as we go along. And I'm just happy that your mommy's still around. You know, yes. I mean, I'm winging it now without a mom. You guys know my mom passed yeah. away. So every day I'm like, oh, am I doing this right? Okay, no, I'm fine. I'm doing this right. You yeah. know, and we just, we just continue. <laughs> You're doing but great, indeed. I'm yeah. doing great. Mm. But um, we're all winging it. And it's, it's a journey. It's a very interesting journey. Kids, mm. kids force you to look at yourself and and to examine every aspect of who you are, your character, mm. everything. When they start speaking, Bazogu Pigisa, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> wait to hear this. Go white know, kids. I'm excited for that. Oh, the white kids. Why? 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 When they start saying no to you. Yeah, no. Yes, or they, they start, start telling you your eat. business, and they start like you're like, wait a minute, who's the, who's the no, adult the, here? The the, the 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 line for me is, don't talk to me like that or apologize. Mm. I don't appreciate that. I I didn't grow up like that, so you can imagine mm. his little child telling you not to speak like that because they don't like it. And yeah. you learn to respect. I've learned to respect my kids' boundaries. My child says mm. no about something, I need to respect their boundaries. And yes. I and I didn't grow up like that. If my mom said jump. I used to ask how high, and now here I am yeah. negotiating with little children. I'm like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that's what I'm seeing more and more every day. Um, it's not to say that I'm taking lessons from social media or anything like that, but social media is the type of place where you're exposed to a lot of things and people home, share, yeah, teachings, yeah, and people are sharing a lot, you know. So I have learned that we're now we've moved into a time and a space where the generation now is very vocal about how they feel, mm, unapologetic about different. how they feel, mm. and they want you to know how they feel. And for me, that's incredible, boy or girl. It's 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 incredible for people one to to um to connect with how they feel, to be able to express how they feel. And fact, the fact that a five-year-old or a six-year-old or a seven-year-old is able to articulate what they're going through it's and so what you've made yeah. them feel and, you know, their response to what you've done or said to them, for mm. me, is, in, is incredibly important. And it, it makes mm. me, it makes it easier for me to say, okay, now I know what to do from here yeah. instead of yeah. trying to read your mind. You know, and I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the challenges. I'm excited for motherhood. I keep getting the questions like, oh, do you want all the tradition do you want to do all the uh, old school stuff do you really want to breastfeed do you want to do this do you really want but I want the entire experience I really want to and say it's yours. yes I've done. Yeah. exactly yeah, it's yours. you know and um, but I'm excited nonetheless and just the fact that I have the most amazing partner in the world that's amazing that's <laughs> That's our brother. I'm sorry, that's our brother. Yes. Thank you, brother. Yes, <laughs> Yo, here's homie. Pretty ugly. That's my homie. Yeah, I have the most, okay. most amazing so, partner in the world. So I know that, like, baby that's a is homie. one half. I know he's my homie. So that's like, my homie. So Baba is one half of me and another half of him. Well, we'll, we'll have you back on the show once baby's born. We'll have a, a new mom. Everybody wants baby born. Yes, please. <laughs> Okay, so we're wrapping up, and yeah. um, thank you so much for being here. And um, Rafilwe, Buntle, Candice, and especially Mama Grace, thank you so much for sharing um, your story with us. And Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.